talking all things entertainment, pop culture, and nerdum. This is the Potential Podcast. Well, folks, hello there, and welcome back to the Potential Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Dewar, and I'm joined by my co-host, Taylor Sokol. Well, folks, the Oscar nominations have been announced. We are so excited for this. This is very much the the big event for movies. And, uh, you know, we had a lot of fun news with the Golden Globes a few months ago, but this is the Oscars. This is the big one. So we're going to kind of break down the nominations here, give some early takes uh, early predictions of what we expect might be the winners. So, Taylor, why don't you start us off with the Best Picture nominees? Here are the nominees for Best Picture. We have nice. The Father. <laughs> Do you like that little voice? Yeah. yeah. The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of Chicago 7. Of the Chicago 7. Uh Right off the bat, we've got a lot of great films to choose from, and they're all very, very I would say, very intense films. There's, you know, there's a lot of dramas here. A yeah. lot of it's a it's well, twenty twenty was twenty twenty was a, a drama filled year, so mm-hmm. it stands to reason that's why. So, I'm right off the bat, having not seen all these films, it's seeing a good portion of these. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough one, but Judas and the Black Messiah might might take it, um, if not. Um, Travel to Chicago Seven, Nomad Land, but I think I think Judas is going to take it. Yeah, it'd be interesting where they go if they go more historical or I mean, Nomad Land did really well with the Golden Globes, they get a lot of buzz. Uh, so of course now my goal is as always, I like to see every nominated Best Picture before the awards. So so far I've seen Judas, Mink, Promising Young Woman, and Chicago Seven. So same here. Uh, so I've seen half. So I got four more. I got to see The Father, Minari. Nomad Land and Sound of Metal. Let's do it. So, uh, yeah, let's get that going so we can get our proper vote in here. Moving on to actress in a supporting role, we have Maria Bakalova from Borat 2, the subsequent movie film, Glenn Close, Hillbilly Elegy, Olivia Coleman, The Father, Amanda Seafried, Mink, and I hope I pronounced this right, Yoon Young Minari. Uh, well, once again, this is a tight group. Uh, I think we gave some major props to Maria from doing a great job in Borat because she was really the heart of that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm proud to see Amanda Seyfried in this group uh, that she did great in Mank. So this could kind of go either way. A few of those I haven't seen, um, but I would it'd be kind of fun if Maria won personally. Yeah. And now we go to an actor in a supporting role. We have Sasha Baron Cohen, The Trial of the Chicago 7, Daniel Kaluuya, Judas and the Black Messiah, Leslie Odom Jr., One Night in Miami, Paul Racy, I believe, Rossi, Sound of Metal, and Lakeith Stanfield, Jews and Black Messiah. Well, having seen the majority of these films, this is a, this is a tough one, but two, you know, in the same category of movie, you know, Daniel Kaluuya and Lakeith Stanfield, you know, both gave these tremendous performances. And again, part of historical films is it's a challenge. Um, but then Sasha Baron Cohen again, what a great job, uh, and, and a good challenge for him. I mean, two big films that year, uh, and very different films. So very different have, films. And having, Leslie Odom Jr. I mean, we loved yeah. him and as Sam Cooke in One Night in Miami. 
Uh, well, definitely going off the Golden Globes and some of the SAG Awards. I mean, you know, Sasha did win for the uh, Borat film, um, but Daniel did win for uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. So yeah, this could go any way. It's a very tough category there. Moving on, international feature film. Uh, we'll just mention these. We're not going to have any uh, opinion here. I haven't seen any of them, but another round from Denmark, Better Days, Hong Kong, Collective, Romania, The Man Who Sold His Skin, Tunisia, and Kuvadi's Idea, Bosnia and Herzegovina. I'm yeah. probably pronouncing those wrong, but again, I haven't seen any of those. Taylor probably hasn't either. And so uh, <laughs> we'll move on assume. from okay, that. Yes. I haven't seen them either. I'm going to go with The Man Who Sold His Skin. Can you imagine right. if that's the one? We're going to go with that one. Hey, good guess. All right, now we're going to documentary short, not long. Uh, <laughs> we have Colette, A Concerto is a Conversation, Do Not Split, Hunger Ward, and A Love Song for Latasha. Uh, I'm not a huge documentary person per se during the Golden Globes, so I, I can't say anything here. Your thoughts, have you seen any of these documentaries or no? Uh, Do Not Split uh, was a great thing about, um, you know, when you bend over. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I actually do like watching documentaries, but typically the ones that I am really invested in aren't usually favored in same, terms of uh, here, the Oscars. Yeah. These are the real big boys, you know, here. So moving on to documentary feature, Collective, Crip, Cramp, Crip Camp, The Mole Agent, My Octopus Teacher, and Time. Of those, the only one I've actually heard about is My Octopus Teacher. Same here, yeah. I th it's on Netflix. I've heard it's really, really interesting about this actual octopus. And uh, so maybe some of these I need to check out. Uh, but otherwise, uh, once again, haven't seen any. So I don't have any uh, an opinion on that. And now we'll go into original song, which is always one of my favorite categories. Fight for yeah. You from Judas and the Black Messiah. Hear My Voice from The Trial of the Chicago 7. Husevik from Eurovision Song Contest, The Story of Fire Saga. IOC scene from the life ahead, La Vida Devante de Essi. Um, if I say this wrong, I apologize, but I'm trying. And speak now from One Night Miami. Well, I'm really, I'm really pumped that Husevic is here because I think Eurovision Song Contest was definitely one of uh, the com best comedies I'd seen in a while, and probably a great comedy to have for the year of 2020. Um, but again, big power players and movies here, so it's gonna be, it's gonna be tough. And I was just to think that Eurovision is an Oscar nominated movie, uh, you know, yeah. in, in its small way, but uh, that's pretty cool. But uh, definitely speak now, you know, that was Leslie Odom Jr. Uh, had written that one. And so there's, there's a lot of good stuff here. Again, another tough category. Moving on to animated feature film. We have Onward, Over the Moon, a Shaun the Sheep movie, Farmageddon. That sounds awesome. Soul and Wolfwalkers. Um, <laughs> that's a great name farmageddon I, I, just wow. to, I just have to see that film for that yeah, title just for the alone. title alone um well soul won the golden globe i i feel like even though some of these other films i've been hearing great buzz about especially over the moon uh glenn Keane directed that who was a notable longtime disney animator who's now kind of gone to do his own things and wolfwalkers is kind of looks like a fun 2d animated film that's on apple tv um, but you know what? I think Pixar nailed it last year with two very solid films. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Soul took this as well. But I mean, I really liked Onward as well. So it'd be nice to get a, a little more love for you know another you know Pixar film. But yeah. Now going on to adapted screenplay, Borat subsequent movie film, The Father, Nomadland, One Night Miami, and The White Tiger. So um, again, this is another you know 
tough one, especially Nomadland kind of, you know, took it uh, for the Golden Globes. Could it do it again? Um, Borat, I mean, again, the kind of sneak, uh, the comedy that kind of snuck right in there um, and definitely got, you know, a lot of buzz. But, I mean, One Night Miami, I think it's going to, that might, that might take it just because, again, the material and the timeliness of it, I think it really speaks to, especially what was going on last year. Yeah, indeed. So we'll see what happens there. Original screenplay, Judas and the Black Messiah, Minari, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. I think a lot of these are strong work, but I think we are in agreement that still the one that we, of the ones we've seen, still stands out the most just because it's so wordy, uh, but the way it really was delivered uh, and just it's so well written is Aaron Sorkin's work with The Trial of the Chicago 7. Uh, it is just such a strong script, uh, especially for a, a movie that has to really portray a lot of history and a lot of information in a very short time. Uh, it really keeps you gripping. I thought that was, you know, really good writing. So yeah, that's, which is that's tough. my guess. It can be a challenge with those trial films. And you're, you're mm-hmm. absolutely right. We full agree with that. Now going into the actor in a leading role, Riz Ahmed, Ahmed, excuse me, Sound of Metal, Chadwick Boseman, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Anthony Hopkins, The Father, Gary Oldman, Mank, Steve, Stephen Ewan, Minari. I mean, right off the bat, I want Chadwick to win an Oscar. I mean, he won the yep. Golden Globe, but I, I think it would just be great for him, just his um, unfortunate passing last year, for him to really just, you know, kill it with, you know, two big awards, just to leave such a powerful legacy behind, I think would be amazing, but... You know, Steve Hewen, again, hearing good things about that. And, um, you know, I think Gary Oldman did a good job in Mank, but I feel like Chadwick Boseman's performance was just just so powerful. And it's not. Yeah, I'm really hoping that Chadwick wins uh, just because it was, I think, his phenomenal final performance. I've the heard all these are really great. Um, yeah. But also, you know, a cool shout out to Steven Yuen, who, of course, we all know from most famously The Walking Dead. Um, he's the first Asian American actor to be nominated for best actor for the oscars so history right there so that's a again, if, big if honor chadwick doesn't win and i hope steve steven Yuen does yeah moving on to actress in a leading role we have viola davis marini's black bottom andra day the united states versus billy holiday vanessa kirby pieces of a woman francis mcdormand nomadland and carrie mulligan promising young woman tough category here oh, yeah. again a lot of great uh roles here great films uh andrew day did take best dramatic actor for united states versus billy holiday so there's that going on but i've been hearing a lot of great stuff from nomadland again with francis mcdormand but we both really enjoyed carrie mulligan's work and promise young woman this this really dark comedy uh very timely for the last few years especially with the me too movement so again a tough category here one of, her, one of her best performances today honestly and i've seen her in quite a bit so you're right and uh, here we go, uh, moving on to director, best director here. We have Thomas Vinterberg, Another Round, David Fincher, Mank, Lee Isaac Chung, Minari, Chloe Zhao, Nomadland, and Emerald Fennel, Promising Young Woman. Uh, you know, this, this is a tough one because, again, we love David Fincher. Wow, what, you know, just um, what a legacy of films he has. And, and again, this... This film, very personal to him because of his father's work. But uh, I would love to see Emerald Fennel because, I mean, first-time director. I think that would be incredible. This is their uh, their debut. 
but again, a big challenge with these really fantastic films here. It's also just exciting. I I want to say this is the first time we've seen two women be nominated in the same year. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, typically it's always four guys and maybe one woman is you know is nominated. So pretty cool to think that uh, we have two. I think that's a good sign of progress there. Uh, but again, No Man Land is beginning a lot of buzz, and Chloe Zhao did win the Golden Globe. So we'll see what happens there. Now we're going to be moving on to more of the technical categories. Uh, production design, The Father, Marini's Black Bottom, Mink, News of the World, and Tenant. I will say I always love when we get one of the more you know sci-fi action movies in the production design category because um, Tenet was really, really cool, This this kind of still set in our time, but feels somewhat futuristic at the same time. Uh, you know, that, again, that Bond style movie, but with that sci-fi spin. So I really like that idea, but something I think we touched on when we uh, reviewed Moraine's Black Bottom was how neat it was the aspect of the kind of like small rehearsal room that the, the, the main band was stuck to. And that was the majority of the movie was them stuck in that room. And even though it's only like a minimal set, it, painted such a flavor you know that kind of whole mindset of that film so some good production design here you know overall so i don't know where that could go but um you know we'll have to see yeah going on to cinematography we have sean bobbitt judas and the black messiah eric messerschmidt mank darius wolski news of the world joshua james richards nomadland and fenden Papa Michael, The Trial of the Chicago 7. Well, we've, we've definitely seen cinematography. You have to have a really awesome name, uh, basically. That's right. <laughs> These are some mouthfuls here. And, again, what uh, Trial of Chicago 7, We again, going into that, we're talking about not only dialogue, but just the the cutting, um, the edits, and everything that's you know going into this film. It, was, it does really, from not only the script, but to the actual footage that you're watching and how it all was put together, it definitely keeps you glued to the screen. Even though we watched it from the comforts of our home, we didn't get to enjoy it in a powerful theater, but that says something to the cinematography, wouldn't you say? Indeed. Moving on to costume design, we have Emma, Marini's Black Bottom, Mank, Mulan, and Pinocchio. Uh, definitely of those five, the one that I would speak out to me the most, uh, one of the, actually the last films I saw in a movie theater, was Emma. Uh, you know, this is the new take that was starring Anya Taylor-Joy. came out in early March of 2020. Uh, you know, one of those period movies is Jane Austen type movies. Uh, this one really got to kind of play with a little more heightened aspects of those type of costumes. Uh, something that I think was kind of somewhat matched a little bit in Bridgerton. It just was really fancy and there was really a lot of detail work with those costumes and the hair and everything. So I have to give up to Emma for that one. And that's still on my list. So I have to, I have to it's a good film. Out. I think it's a neat film. Yeah. Well, now uh, something I should get an award in uh, because I'm so loud. Achievement and sound. We have Greyhound, Mank, News of the World, Soul, Sound of Metal. And um, Sound of Metal, you think, you know, that's going to, it's got the title, but, you know, we're not giving any favoritism just because of your title. Uh, but, you know, one of the big films that we had seen uh, because of, you know, COVID and seeing it on the streaming uh, platform was Greyhound. That was one of the big films uh, to see there. And I thought that was really well done for an action film. But we talked about how Mank really kind of played into that era of film. And 
you know, made the film like that through. So it definitely gave you that kind of feeling. And, and of course then, but soul had such a nice mix of the different styles of music. And I think that's going to, it's going to be, it's going to be a tough one for sure. But, you know, having seen about three out of those five. Yeah. I would agree with Greyhound just because I thought it was so neat. You know, you have the, the aspects of the, the water fights and all the sounds they need to have there for the the ship and the submarines. But Seoul did have that kind of mix of the technologically advanced, you know, other world and then meeting New York and jazz and all those sounds. So, you know, tough one there. Animated short film, Burrow, Genius Loci, If Anything Happens, I Love You, Opera, and Yes People. Of these, I've actually seen two of them. Uh, Burrow was the short that was released with Seoul. Um, so you could see it on Disney Plus, unless you saw it in the theater. It was pretty cute. It was about, you know, a couple little, uh, it was like a rabbit trying to make his own little burrow home and keeps going around and find the other animals. And he just feels like he, he doesn't know his, like his space or, you know, it was cute. It was like cute little animals, you know, I thought it was, it was kind of more 2D style. I kind of appreciate that as well. But I will say there is a short film on Netflix. You can watch it. It's only 12 minutes long, but it is animated. It's called If Anything Happens, I, I Love You. It's just music. There's no dialogue, but it's pretty powerful, especially the last uh, really 10 years of continually seeing tragic uh, gun deaths in you know our school systems and in churches and stuff. There was some powerful stuff about that. So uh, I really don't know how they judge on how you know they choose which one is the best for that, but uh, pretty powerful stuff, I must say. Mm. Uh, now going to live action short film, we have Feeling Through, The Letter Room, The Present, Two Distant Strangers, and White Eye. Now a lot of these sound like maybe drinks you could order at the bar, uh, but uh, I've not seen any of these short films. And unfortunately, I will say, um, I'm sad to admit, but I've never really seen a lot of the, the mentioned, aforementioned films uh, as of the years of Golden Globe, uh, sorry, Oscars. So, you know, I can't speak to this. But uh, my hat goes out to, you know, I think it's a, it is probably one of the cha most challenging things is doing short films. So I think these filmmakers who create these, it's a lot of props because that is a challenging thing to do, I think. Moving on to original score, we have The Five Bloods, Mank, Minari, News of the World, and Soul. Just going off of the ones I've seen, uh, which is only two of this, uh, or actually I've seen three of this list, uh, got to give it to Soul. I just love that music that John Bapiste, he kind of came up with the, again, that jazz music and then this kind of weird space afterlife theming. There was a lot of cool stuff with that. So I love the soul out of that. Now going to visual effects, Love and Monsters, The Midnight Sky, Mulan, The One and Only Ivan, and Tenet. But I think we talked about this earlier. I think I'm gonna have to give it up for Tenet. Again, the whole aspect of the sci-fi of the, you know, reversing time and the reverse chrono chronologically and the inversion, that aspect of, of doing that on the screen, so amazing. Where you have someone going in real time, it was really incredibly done. And again, you know, Nolan, he does, he's a master of the visual effects and of his films. So uh, I'm thinking Tenet might take this one. Same. I hope Tenet gets it. It feels like of the ones that they listed, that's the one that to me was the most uh, eye-popping and just, you know, visually stunning. Going to film editing, we have The Father, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. I'll be honest, this is a category I don't really know how to even vote on. 
because I feel like all the films that get nominated are all edited really well. I never see one that I go, well, that could have been edited better. So I can't really tell you how I feel about this. They're all great of the ones I've seen. It's a toss-up, really. Well, something I'm not really great with, but last but not least, makeup and hairstyling. I just put some gel in my hair and, you know, shower. We've got Emma, Hillbilly Elegy, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Mank, and Pinocchio. This one, you know what, I, I feel like, you know, you said, you, Emma, you enjoyed, you know, might give it up to Emma, but Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, I thought was some... some. Uh, well, Emma, I, I, I think Emma could definitely take costuming, but there was something neat about the makeup and hair in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, especially, you know, Viola Davis, her character was that, like, you know, Ma Rainey, you know, there was a famous, you know, kind of look that she had, this kind of makeup, and the fact that it's supposed to be this sweaty, hot summer day in Chicago, so she's constantly, it looks like her makeup's melting off you know there's a lot of cool effects i think i had with that so um i didn't see this this new live version of pinocchio uh i think that's the italian film that came out um but also roberto Benigni. even though i've yeah that's right um even though i've heard the movie is questionable in terms of whether it's even really good or not um glenn close i've heard is almost unrecognizable in this kind of look and makeup she has on for hillbilly elegies so uh it's again another toss-up where they might go with that um i mean luckily <laughs> minus uh the actual best picture category itself it's a good thing that they keep things to uh five nominees because sometimes i'd be like how would you even know how to vote but um there you have it folks that is the oscar nominated list for 2021 so this is all the films from the last few months through of course 2020 so we'll be looking forward to seeing the results when those happen. I believe it's in April is when the, uh, yes, April 25th is when the Oscars will air. So we'll definitely be doing a video uh, to, you know, talk about the winners when those happen. But um, great thing is now you still have about, you know, a month and a half or so until the awards. So this is the time to try to watch any of those films that you desperately want to so you at least have you know experienced all the nominated films before the ceremony because uh, that's my i always like to do taylor's try to at least see the best picture nominees uh you know and there's only eight this year so not too many no we have plenty of time to catch up so but give us your thoughts well you know talk you know hit up on our social pages tell us what you think uh, again it's going to be really interesting this has been a very ch challenging year for films as of last year so this will be this will be interesting to see how it, it plans out. But I will say, thanks to the podcast, we've had the luxury of you know pushing ourselves to see more films so that we can give you our you know honest feedback. So I'm very excited about this, and I always love a good Oscar ceremony. So cannot wait to see what they cook up this year. Indeed. So thanks for listening today with our Oscar breakdown, and we'll be with you guys next time. And you know what, Taylor? They like us. They really, really like us. They do. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.